Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here with you to talk about week 12 of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days here once again as uh, we talked about uh, an up and down week, a lot of downs once again with these couples that we're following all season long. And of course, back with us to talk about it all. Here he is, Mr. 90 Day Fiance. Please, Aunt Vakili, please, how are you? I'm doing good, Rob. As long as I have an ombre to talk to about all this, I'm in a good place, and you are the best ombre there is. So oh, well, th- happy to be here. <laughs> thank you so much. We appreciate uh, appreciate all of that. Uh, we'll get to everything. Uh, Ninety day fiance. I, I saw a commercial during okay. the episode for Ninety Day Fiance Diaries is coming back in March to TLC. On Monday nights, which seems like that that's sort of like the junior 90 day uh, fiance night, not as important as the, that's like maybe uh, the, the Smackdown. Is that is that fair to say that uh, Smackdown is less important than Raw or they're equals at this point? I think they're, they're equal. Sometimes equals. Smackdown takes it over. Yeah, they're very much not equal. I feel like before it used to be the clear B show mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. 90 day fiance diaries is uh, coming back and. I saw that it seems that on 90 Day Fiance Diaries, uh, looks like Chuck is going to be one of the characters that is going to be followed. Uh, and it's going to be about Chuck uh, getting back into the dating pool. Please stop. Chuck, You're kidding. Elizabeth's dad. Yes. Who runs the company that Andre works at. I'm not ready. I mean, I feel like, you know, he's next on the single life. I mean, the the 90 Day Diaries ended up being a thing, Rob, because they started filming it while, you know, at peak of the pandemic, it was a Mm -hmm. way to get content out and kind of have people just document themselves. I'm not ready to. Are, do you want to talk if it if it does come through? Should we talk about it on this network? I don't on this know. Podcast? I'm just uh, so they. I guess that they dropped the trailer this week. Uh, 90 Day Diaries, uh, season three, uh, and so it looks like. Oh, it looks like I see Jovi and Yara is going to be in it. Uh, looks like uh, Mike and Natalie. Is that right? It looks like uh, at least Natalie looks like. Mm-hmm. Steven and Olga, Brittany, mm-hmm. by there's, the looks of it. Yeah, there's Chuck. Got it. Uh, it looks. Oh, it looks like uh, and Julia. Yeah, Angela looks like she's in it. Oh yeah. my god! Got some all stars. Oh my god! This is gonna be a lot. Okay, well maybe we have something else to check out. Hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah. So, all right, maybe we'll check out some 90 Day Fiance Diaries coming up. Yeah. So it should be fun. We'll mm-hmm. keep an eye out for it. Okay. All right. So, Puya, I guess we should talk about uh, this week's episode. I, I didn't think this was the most exciting episode. Looks like next week. Looks like uh, that's where that's the jump off next week. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we've hit a couple kind of ish. okay episodes, a little bit more filler, maybe just moving the plot along. The next time on does seem promising, especially with one couple in particular Mm -hmm. that I'm excited to Mm -hmm. see. We have to wait for another week for that. Yeah. As far as this week goes, there were some moments, but (laughs) some being the operative word. Okay. All right. Well, we spent a lot of time with Ben and Mahogany, maybe the most time we spent all season with uh, Ben and Mahogany and... I don't even understand what's going on here anymore because I feel like that this is clearly not working. This is almost like, uh, oh, wrong number. Okay, uh, but let's let's go through like all of this vacation that we planned. Yeah, we, you know, for a nothing burger of a couple, they really said they are going to be the feature this week. And it was, you know, a lot of airtime, but then maybe not a lot of movement, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we spend like go on like uh like five different dates here with Ben and Mahogany. Yeah, a and, lot. and Rob, it's a lot. And we're still in the same spot we were before the episode began, you know? Like really the plot did not move with these two. Yeah. And Mahogany is like clearly like looking for a way out. Oh yeah, she is not interested in him at all. Ben is trying so hard to glom on, even though Ben is clearly spooked out about some of the discrepancies in the in the relationship leading up to this moment. Mm-hmm. It's it's just mess is what it is, to be okay. honest. All right. Um, you know, Ben starts off. He's at his hotel. He's swimming, drinking some coffee. Coffee looked good. Coffee did look good. I've never had a coffee pool side in a pool. before. Yeah, never yeah. had a coffee in a pool. Yeah, no. I don't know how that would... I don't know how... Would that be good? I don't know. Do you think the coffee stayed hot? That's a great question. It had to have, right? Because he's not, like, putting the cup in the water. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I yeah. hope so. I don't know. It depends on how it was when they poured it in. All right. So, all right. Ben is going to call up his friend. This was a week where we had a, a few friends on Zoom that we're talking to on FaceTime. And mm-hmm. the fr- calls the friend and says, you know, boy... Things are looking a little sus with Mahogany. Her home seems like it wasn't her home. I don't know. And then get this bombshell. She's actually 22, not 24. Game changer. Yeah. Talk about a bombshell. We're talking two years difference. She said 24. She just turned 22. Red flags. Mm -hmm. The friend tells him, Puya, just look for a pattern of deceit. What, What does that mean? I I feel like, does that mean, like, pay attention to other things that might come up, other slippages? I don't know. Because I think ultimately the friend says, figure out who she is further than what you know. And really, what else is there for him to uncover, right? Like, what else could there be? Not much. Not much. Yeah, not much. Um, I will say, Rob, I did get a message from one of our listeners Yes. With the exact Airbnb listing for the um, house that Mahogany tried to pass off. Mm-hmm. That's her house. Not, yeah. Not bad rating. You know, if I if I stay there for three nights, it's 474 Canadian because my Airbnb still is on Canada money. Mm-hmm. Um, looks good. 
and I could free cancellation before May 5th. Yeah. So you think that you could uh, let me stay in one of the bunks? Easily, Rob. Mm-hmm. Easily. And hey, bring someone else with you because there's a bunk. So yeah. you're set. Yeah, and yeah. my kids would love it. Yeah. And then, you know, there is a hammock in mm-hmm. the balcony. So, you know, you got that going. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's do it. We got a v- summer vacation plan ready to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe is that uh, maybe where we should uh, have the site of your race versus Mike Bloom in Portugal? Um, in Peru? I mean, oh, listen, Peru? yeah, that would be very good. I see it's like by water, so we could easily have a race in, uh, by the beach, by the water. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Be beautiful. Oh, and, and it really would be, Rob. I feel like especially living in the in the winter right now on the East Coast, I would love to see some sunny beachside right now. Well, Puya, then after the race, maybe we could all go out for ice cream, just like Ben and Mahogany ended up doing. And so we saw uh, get introduced to Angie and Elizabeth, friends of Mahogany. Yeah, two friends, um, very close friends of Mahogany's. And Elizabeth tells us, Rob, she has only just recently learned about Ben. So... Mahogany wasn't really talking about Ben to her friends up until this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess the friends are not as close as we would have thought because she seems to have left out about how the, she has met this amazing man, Ben. I mean, I think I think she maybe left it out to herself that she had mm-hmm. made this, met this amazing man named Ben, potentially, is what I felt. Okay. <laughs> Puya, we've talked a lot this season about the different translating apps uh, that have uh, been a f- big part of before the 90 days. Ben gets his translator on. Yeah, he pulls out his phone and says, you know, there's this new app, hot new app off the press. It'll translate things instantly. And I mean, it seemed like it did a serviceable job. I don't think the translator app was a problem. I've, we've come a long way since mm-hmm. the olden days of 90, Rob, with the translator apps. Okay. So they go out to eat some ice cream, which what, what do you think optically? Puya, you have this uh, 50-year-old guy and he's taking out uh, his 22-year-old girlfriend uh, for ice cream. Yeah, this is creepy. Uh, you could have picked so many other things. Yeah. Ice cream, little weird. Yeah, I don't let's go it. for coffee. Yeah, like adults, coffee mm-hmm. and like maybe a muffin. That mm-hmm. is the move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. ice cream and like, you know, you've got these little cones. It's not even like a gourmet ice cream shop where you sit down and they give you like a mm-hmm. bowl. No, it's it's not great. Okay. So Ben is, I, I thought a little forward with uh, some of these questions, these icebreakers. Uh, so tell me something you love about mahogany. Yeah, it felt like there was literally no intro and he immediately dove into <laughs> listen, what is what is Very her five year question? Plan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we learned that you can always count on mahogany. According right. to her friends. So that's yeah, she's good. very responsible, which has not been my experience, but OK, we'll go with it. Uh, and then two, can you tell me something that you want me to know as her boyfriend and friends are like, uh, er, didn't know you were a boyfriend. Yeah, we thought you were just a friend. So that is a surprising use of the word boyfriend. Was that the app's problem? Was that just you? Uh, and then Ben, with all his knowledge, Rob, decides to double down, turns over to Mahogany and says, well, Mahogany, am I your boyfriend or am I your friend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Usually a question that if you have to ask, you are the friend. Yes. Yes. If, especially if you got to ask, what are we in front <laughs> of her friends? Not going to end well for you. Mm-hmm. Not going to mm-hmm. end well. If the friend said they thought you were just a friend, I would say awkwardly take a lick of your ice cream and move yeah. on to the next question. Yeah, so I feel like Mahogany really tries to uh, thread a needle here uh, where she tells us like quite earnestly in her confessionals that, yeah, you know, we talked about things like marriage and love and having children on text, but that was texting. Texting does not constitute Real life, you can say anything on text, but until you spend time together in person, like that, that doesn't really mean anything. It's an interesting approach from from Mahogany, because obviously you can have a loose, long distance connection. And then when you meet, it becomes serious. But the conversation matter here, again, family, children. Love, like you've already thrown the love out. L word has been put out there. Mm -hmm. That is a lot more serious. And I love Mahogany's way of trying to get out of this by fine printing it as, well, you never told me you would be like, you never asked me, would you be my girlfriend? That was never Mm -hmm. brought up. You never asked the question. And that's what would have been binding. Everything else is just middle. doesn't matter. Is texting like the metaverse where it's like uh, a whole different universe where things happen like on text where like your avatars have a relationship in text world, but like when you like uh, unplug from the textiverse, like that, mm-hmm. those things aren't real. I mean, if and only if there's one way where this counts is if I think your avatar is a whole other persona, mm-hmm. like if like if mahogany, my, right? Like mahogany. So if my avatar is some guy named Willard who is like a 45-year-old butcher and that is not Puya, the 30-year-old podcaster, then Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I'm playing a character, you're playing a character, that's fine. But if you're Mahogany, a.k.a. Mahogany, and the only difference is you're two years younger, wait, then I feel like you've had this whole time. Have I been texting with Puya or have I been texting with Willard? You have been texting with Puya for about 95% of the time. What, because when when you said that you were going to get me uh, five pounds of steak, that was Willard the butcher. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Meat cleaver in hand. Oh my! Uh, so that uh, uh, the the whole catering thing that we had going on that that's that's not real. That is not real. That was um, you know I had been contracted by big steak to lure you in the deli and none of that is real no that was all listen that was all metaverse stuff that was all imaginary role play stuff now we're here in the real world back talking about these two. Oh my god I, i'm just i'm so confused what's real i don't even what's know real? anymore Rob. okay yeah. i'm gonna go back and review the text like uh ben i like when they go back to review <laughs> the text and you know uh i do feel like that history is on ben's side i think so i do think you know for all the jokes we've thrown at ben in this instance yes 
it is ridiculous how deep they spoke for how little time they spoke and how serious they got. Mm-hmm. But she spoke back to him. It's right. not like he said, I love you. And she was like, oh, that's sweet. XX. Like yeah. she said, I love you too. So, yeah. And I hesitate to use uh, the G word, the the gaslight word, because it's such a it's it's very a very loaded word. But yes. I I I, do, I wish that there was like a softer version of uh like a gaslight light. Could I say that? Gaslight squared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like light, light, light uh, like uh, you know, like uh, like Bud Light. Okay, mm-hmm. but gaslight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so an LGL to basically like, I mean, he's reading the text. And she's like, no, 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 no. Like, uh, I didn't mean that when I like, you're interpreting it wrong. Everybody knows. Yeah. Like, uh, if you say like, I, I love you, I want to marry you. That doesn't actually mean that we're like in a relationship. No, the only time where that doesn't mean we're in a relationship or anything serious is if you are 15 years old and you were doing it on MSN Messenger mm-hmm. back in high school. Yeah. The text Even diversion. then, yeah. yeah, that was different. That was a different vibe. This, especially with a man uh, the age of Ben, like, of course, he's being serious. Like, he is not just saying stuff to be cutesy and sweet, mm-hmm. Mahogany. But I honestly do credit this more to the fact that Mahogany just wants an exit and not because necessarily Mahogany believes that you know it wasn't real mm-hmm. yeah you say like that she uh got the item uh it was not the item she ordered on wish.com and uh said okay I, i'm out yeah like most people go amazon she went wish and got the alibaba express and was like no no i don't want this anymore no this is not for me okay so um, ben's brain is telling him everything is bad but his heart is telling him, uh, keep going. I and mean, also the producers. Yeah, he's a glutton for punishment, Rob. What can we say? He mm-hmm. wants he wants things to keep going. He wants to push through. But we can all see, we saw from the minute he walked into that Airbnb that he should have just gone on a flight and went home after. But here yeah. we are. They're going to go road tripping. And we see a lot of awkward silences on the road trip. Yeah, I felt uncomfortable being in that car with them on the way to their little getaway that they've planned. Um, the one conversation they do have is she asked him, well, do you know any other languages? He brings up that he studied the Bible and then they kind of talk about uh, Jesus a little bit. And that seemed like it connected them a little bit more than mm-hmm. what happened prior. Yeah. I mean, Ben is like, right, I'm back, baby. You, you're telling me everything I want to hear. I mm-hmm. like it. I like you. All right, perfect. This is going to be a great trip now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, they talk a little bit briefly about Ben's uh, Bible study. They get to a hotel, separate rooms, okay, as God would Last want, day. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Ben thinks, okay, maybe finally we talked about the Bible. Mahogany will be able to relax. All right. So let's go out for a date to go race dune buggies and have a romantic dinner in the peruvian desert what are you what are your thoughts on a on a dune buggy ride rob does that spell romantic for you i mean i don't know if it's romantic but it looked fun it looked fun and like the destination at the end was romantic Mm -hmm. so that's good yeah i like a dune buggy i didn't watch dune that i don't really have any interest in 
But I feel like that, you know, you're going on the sand. What's the worst that's going to happen? Uh, you're going to fall out of the thing. Uh, you're not going to crash into anything. You're not going to crash into Can anything. you flip so a means- dune buggy? You definitely can flip a dune buggy if you go up, you coming down a, like a like a dune hill a little mm-hmm. bit too fast. But ultimately, I think the the worst thing would be if like the sand is hot and you step in it barefoot. Yeah, that might be the worst part. Okay, but, be careful, be careful yeah. there. All right, so they have a romantic dinner in <laughs> the desert, and they get to talking at dinner. Some awkward conversation comes up. Uh, Mahogany wants to know, uh, what were you like when you were my age? Oh God! <laughs> it's like I really thought. You know, yeah, when I was your age, you know, we would throw a frisbee out back. We had, you know, a rotary phone. Mm-hmm. But you know, he tells her when I was your age, I wanted a wife, I wanted children, I wanted to be a pastor at church. And then suddenly it wasn't good. Then he tells us a little bit more about his church and how the church wanted perfectionism, but they were not perfect. Him and his wife, so they hit a lot of it. So it got really deep. I feel like genuinely Mahogany was trying to get a little bit more of a, yeah, you know, I was a bachelor. I went to school. Mm-hmm. I did this and that. But it got very serious, very it got serious. And then also Mahogany's asking a lot of questions about his uh, previous romances and talking about how it didn't work out with his ex-wife uh, because of uh, the church, even though he has a good relationship with her, but she hasn't forgiven him. Um and then he talks about the 27-year-old that he tried to date, but then she didn't want anything to do with his family. And Mahogany uh, is, uh, you know, Ben at one time wanted to be a preacher. Mahogany is the one getting a little preachy. That's right. Mahogany is kind of looking at Ben and being like, well, listen, you said the first wife, like that there was a problem there that wasn't you. 27-year-old, you did it for three years. The, the kids are the problem. So is everything not your fault? Are you just, you know, every Ben is perfect? And at mm-hmm. this point, Ben replies with, yeah, I don't think I need to defend my past. Let's focus on the now. That's kind of what yeah. he wants to do. Yep. Uh, Mahogany's like, oh, well, you know, it looks like that there's some things about your past that are, aren't necessarily uh, checking <laughs> out here. He's like, me, my, my stuff. It's a bold move, Mahogany. Do we want to talk my about My stuff's the- not checking <laughs> out. You don't surf. Why was there a surfboard at your fake house? How about mm-hmm. that? Let's talk about that, Mahogany. Yeah, Mahogany, I think Ben is a little immature. Like, you're 22. <laughs> it's bold, Rob. It's a bold strategy from Mahogany. Yeah. But I think the, the um, what was it? The LGL is, is strong with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Mahogany just wants out. Yeah. Mahogany says she thinks things don't add up in confessional Ben says he doesn't think things add up in the confessional. That's where they leave us. Things don't add up yeah. from Just either side. End this for everybody's sake here. I mean, we're not getting really any good drama out of this. You are wasting our time. This is not fun. Bring Let's Ben home. <laughs> Bring Ben home. I mean, Enough. honestly, we might have more fun if Ben is back home and his kids are giving him like crap. I feel like that would be more fun for us. This Ben and Mahogany story really hasn't been any fun since we found out Mahogany's Mahogany was real. real. I wish uh, Mahogany, you go back to being fake and, mm-hmm. and, and Ben should come home. I mean, I would love that. I would love for us to go back to a time where Ben was just getting ghosted, which actually looks like what's going to happen in the next episode. We see that Ben has been texting Mahogany after this date, and she's not reached back to him. So that's it. 
Yeah, maybe there's somebody in the maybe pile that we could put Ben with on uh, Ben. I think we're sort of like uh, he is being cultivated for the single life. Oh, please. (laughs) I I can't do it. I mean, you can. I see it. I see it, but I don't want to see it. Mm -hmm. I see it, but I want to be blindfolded. I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. Uh, That being said, I could totally, totally see a Ben on single life. Do you think yep. you would have a successful stint on The Single Life? I don't know. I, so I have never watched a season of The Single Life, so it's hard for me to tell. But I think that Ben falls hard and fast. Yes. I think Ben would have a similar vibe to the way Big Ed has been with the dates where Big Ed will talk to someone for like two weeks and be like, I'm, I think I'm in love with them. Mm-hmm. I have to tell them. And I hope they tell me back. So Ben would have that kind of energy, uh, which means Pencil and Rob, season three. Boom. Ben will be there. Okay. That's, yeah. Good pick. All right. Puya, let's take a break. Uh, and when we come back, let's talk about the saga of Usman and Kimberly. Because, uh, yeah, again, I have had... No feel whatsoever on where this is going, how things are going to play out for them all season long. I was wrong once again. We'll talk about that when we come back right after this. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, (sighs) well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Puyo. I thought the Zara thing... Nothing burger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw Kimberly Nusman. He said, you're my girlfriend. He said, uh, time for yammy, 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 yammy. Okay. Nothing is going to blow this up. Too good to be true from your side, Rob. You were way too optimistic. First, you were way too skeptical. You made a wager with me. Yep. You lost that wager. Yep. I collected this past weekend, had a mm-hmm. nice little meal with Liana. So thank you for that. And then now... They reeled you back in just to push you down once more. It became a big deal, Rob. The Zara incident was like a deal breaker. Uh, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Kimberly. Okay. So for me, I'm like, no way Kimberly is going to blow this up over Zara. I mean, who even cares? This all, like, uh, he's with you now, Kimberly. This he's is what you. you wanted. 
you're not the potential. You're the real deal now. You've sealed it with the Yammy. Like, I genuinely did not think this was going to be this big a deal. I did think Kimberly might be a little mad, but mm-hmm. this got this was way more than I would have expected myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we see that Usman is picking up where we left off. And I have to tell you about Zara. Again, I don't know why he needed to pick this exact moment, but okay. Um, we, I, that Zara was a real person and that was a girl that I was seeing. And uh, that's what the song is about. And there's a whole new character now that we have like uh, this, uh, you know, this new version of Kim that's like, what's this all about, yo? I got a bit of a problem. I can't believe you played me, yo. Yeah. It, <laughs> relax, Kim. Okay. I don't know who you think you are. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it, it's, it's very uncomfortable. And also, this is, again, she goes off like, how dare you? Why would you ruin my effing day? How dare you keep a secret from me? Yo. And listen, stop the 2008 Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Stop <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Put it aside. She had the Ron Ron juice. Yeah. She's ready to go. <laughs> Somebody on the 90 Day Fiance uh, subreddit said that uh, when did uh, Kimberly turn into Jesse Pinkman? Honestly, I was thinking that right as you were about to say that. That is a good comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not as many B words, but um, he, yeah, she's just uh, so mad about this whole thing. And he's trying to tell her, like, I was dating Zara. She broke up with me. And Kimberly is apparently worked to be- mend his heart. And the whole time he was seeing somebody else, I'm ready to go, yo. <laughs> well, here's the fact, right? They they had broken up, according to Usman, him and Zara broke up four months ago, but then him and Kim have been talking for a year. Kim, you came onto this trip knowing you are the potential. You are not dating this man. So first of all, I don't think you have grounds there. Uh, second of all, wasn't it Kim in the first episode of the season who said, yeah, I would, I would be fine if you wanted to have a second, like a second wife. I, I, I wouldn't mind that at all. I don't... According to Kimberly, she said that he she's mad because he didn't tell her that he was in a relationship. So I don't know if Kimber with Kimberly, everything is cool if you just tell her what's going uh, on. But I, I suspect that's probably not even the case. No, I feel like if I, I don't think that would have been a big, you know, thing. I again, I genuinely did not expect this to be a problem for the two of them. I think ultimately. She does say, you're, you're making me look a fool, yo. I think it's because she flew here to be there for him, to support him while he shoots his music video. And the music video was about another woman. And he Nobody also did, cares. to be fair. The only thing anybody cares about is like, boy, I can't believe Usman is going to get with Kimberly. That's, <laughs> That's the honestly- only thing people are saying. Nobody's like, oh, my God, Kimberly, what a fool. You are so, what a fool you are. What, are you, what a fool you are to think that Usman was going to be with you. And now Usman is with you. Ha ha ha. Jokes on stupid idiot Rob. And now you're throwing it all away. It really has been a up and down, up and down, Rob. We're a long ways away from when she was the potential and she's gifting him MacBooks and PS5s and is just doing everything for him. She want like, you know, she told us at the beginning of the season, I'm going in, I'm going to get him. He's going to move into my, my bigger suite. We're going to sleep in the same bed. 
ticked all those stuff off. I did not see this coming as a deal breaker whatsoever. Now, to give Kim some credit, I feel like she knows Usman has been on this show before. She knows Usman has been in a position where he could make her look a bit of a fool. She's taking it a little bit too seriously. I feel like no one would have batted an eye at at um, this with Usman specifically. So I do think you're right in that sense where Kim now is throwing this away because of how bad she thinks her image is tarnished. But her image was tarnished when she was communicating with him in the first place. Like it's mm-hmm. not gotten worse from there, you know? Okay. So Usman is trying to talk to her. Um, he says to her, well, but like, why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> good question it's a good question uh but he goes to her room and she basically is like that's it i'm leaving i'm packing on myself and i i'll take the laptop back yo in an interesting turn of events yeah i did not expect usman to bring the gifts back but he's ready to give them back he wants nothing to do with her he wants to move away from it all and she initially says i don't want them back and then actually let me take that laptop it's a good laptop let me yeah. take that back where are Bad Moose and Slam T? Because uh, those guys must be like high fiving. Like I needed some reaction shots from those guys. I would have loved if they just showed us a shot of Bad Moose and Slam T sitting oceanside with like two drinks in hand, mm-hmm. cheersing, night food. Yeah, yeah, he's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, was it Slam T who was bringing the stuff into the room? I think we saw like a little sneak snippet of him for like a two seconds. Mm-hmm. If you blinked, you missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usman is trying to apologize and Kim says that she's mad. He didn't say that he was in a relationship. Uh, And then Usman is now saying like, am I making the same mistake I made before in the past where my ex-wife was quick to get angry? And now here he is, new partner, getting Mm -hmm. angry at him. I think what's funny to me is that Usman thinks that he, you know, obviously we know he didn't disclose something that he would have assumed she wouldn't like. If he thought she'd be fine with it, he would have said it. But then he's acting very incredulous. Like, how dare you be upset? You, I gave you, I've been trying to make you happy. I did all these things for you. So you should be okay with it. That's not how a relationship, it's not like, if I do 70 good things for you, and then I disclose this one bad thing, you are not allowed to be upset about that bad thing. You're allowed to be upset. I just think mm-hmm. he didn't expect her to be upset. I think he thought that, Kimbali was uh, bulletproof when it came to him messing up. Mm-hmm. She would have been fine and stayed around no matter what. Yeah, maybe he felt like, okay, I got to tell her this, right? Maybe I'll make her my girlfriend, give her the yammy, 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 yammy. Then I'll tell her. And then at that point, she'll be so she'll be so appreciative of everything. Uh, it'll be fine. Was not fine. Yeah. I think also the other bit of it is, do you think now Kim is looking at this and thinking, I was his like second choice. Does she hmm. feel like there was this other woman and then he only started to like ramp things up with me after this woman went out of the picture, but then he's still recording a song for her. Again, I've told you this, Rob, he has recorded a song for baby girl, Lisa, who was mm-hmm. the um, woman he was on with the last season yeah. he was on now a song for Zara. There's no Kimberly tune. So is she upset that she doesn't have a song? Hmm. Maybe he could make it up to her with the song. Maybe that's how he wins her back. I think I think that would pay dividends. I really do think that would might be a step in the right direction for these two. Yeah. Okay. So Kim's ready to end it. She says she's not she's not coming back. She feels like everything was a lie. I can't believe uh, the rise and fall of Kimberly and Usman. 
They really came back long enough for me to get a free meal out of the deal, mm-hmm. Rob, and then Dipset. So it's been interesting. It's been interesting. I don't want to speak too much about our power rankings at the end of this. I have a feeling Kim and Usman are not going to stay where they are right now. Can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, just What the hell happened here? It is weird when you think about it because I feel like Kim and Usman were giving us some juicy bits early, some fun content. And then these last like three episodes feels like they were like separated by months mm-hmm. because of how quickly things went up and then down and then up again and then down again. So at this point, uh, when it comes to the next time on with them, we do see a scene we saw in the previews early, in, like before the season started, where Kim throws a drink in Usman's face. And that's going to be, again, more of a heated fight. Mm hmm. There doesn't seem to be any makeup in sight, Rob. But again, this is Kim and Usman. We cannot bet on that. We mm-hmm. cannot. If anything, Too unpredictable. bet on the opposite. Too unpredictable. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to Memphis and Hamza. Because you know, unpredictable. Yeah, they're, they're, this is unpredictable as well. But this is a happy story, at least, for Memphis and Hamza. We and need a we need a good yeah we yes. need a good story. This is a happy story, and uh, we are going to uh, get some help by way of a translator in this episode because uh, really the biggest problem here with Memphis and Hamza comes down to communication. Mm -hmm. And we love a good translator uh, person that pops into a 90 day franchise. The last one that popped in was uh, during Brittany and Yazan's season. I believe was his name was Adam, Adam, the translator, Mm -hmm. Adam, the translator became like a bit of a cult hero. Rob became the darling of the 90 day subreddit would comment on the subreddit, then got a lot of features elsewhere on the show. And now we have a new translator in town and I liked him a lot. I actually think he was my MVP of the episode. I liked the the translator quite a bit. Yeah. His name is Hamadi. Yes. Okay. So they're going to go see the translator. Um, They sit down with Hamadi and um, you know, tough spot for Hamadi. Hamadi looks like he's, he looks, I don't know. I don't know how to describe him. He looked like he was profusely sweating and like it was a very uncomfortable spot for him to be in. But then I didn't think that the situation was making him feel that way. I feel like that was just his default mode is how That's he That's his vibe. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's a f- good third wheel to have, Hamadi. Okay. So Hamadi um, says that uh, Hamza is upset. You keep going to see your ex. And maybe you'll fight with him. And then you go to your ex's house for four days. And Memphis says, uh, no, I won't. But then when things get brought up more, mm-hmm. Memphis starts talking like this, very angrily, very yeah. charged. Very I will not gaps. go to my ex-husband's house anymore. That is not something that I will plan to do. Memphis. Stop mm-hmm. it. You don't need this. Not that deep. And then Hamza tells the translator, yeah, I don't like when she gets angry very easily and she yells at me like right yeah. now. I don't like this. I mean, I speak the same language as my partner, but I feel like that just having Hamadi around, uh, I feel like that the, the buffer is huge. The buffer is Big huge in, uh, in, in an argument. Big time. You need you the facilitator. Need yeah, it slows stuff down. It causes it not to like escalate too much. Um, but I will say like, in any argument, if someone starts talking to you where they've got like a one second gap between each word, it does feel like you're being talked down to and they're being loud. It's mm-hmm. it's it's very hard to then, you know, stay par for the course. But thankfully, Hamadi was there to make sure we keep things going. Mm-hmm. 
So Memphis ends up saying that she's marrying him against the recommendation recommendations of her friends and family. And then he just comes around the table and uh, he loves that. He kisses her. And then um, that's like the, they're totally back. That Hamadi brought him back, Rob, brought him back together. They're good now. Um, everything looks happy. But then we get one more scene from them, Rob. Yeah. We go a little bit of ways. And then we get to the new date here. And now this time, Hamza's taking Memphis to a romantic spot. Yeah. So it's, it's a little weird that he brings her to some uh, historical place, he tells her. Yes. And he has like a, like a trash bag with him. Yeah, it's like equal parts. He's trying to be romantic, but then also I saw like a plastic bag on the floor and like there's like wild stock around. Yeah, why do you have a plastic bag? Why he do says, you have a plastic bag? Yeah. And he's a surprise. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. what are you what are you doing? Uh, he's going to sneak off and just leaves Memphis like in the middle of nowhere. She has no idea what's going on. You can see she's getting a little bit nervous, but we find out that Hamza went like back there somewhere and like did a wardrobe change in the mm-hmm. middle of this historical yeah. place. Yeah. Looks like that he changed into his, uh, I guess he got a punishment. Uh, he got the wax street punishment and uh, had to go into the all white shirt and pants. He was just missing the cap, Rob. That was the the last piece of the Wax Street Boys punishment from BB-17 for our boy Hamza. Yeah, he comes out all white. Memphis looks at him and says, wow, okay. okay. All right. What's going on? He's like, surprise. And then takes her off. Hold on. And Memphis had an observation of Hamza. That's true. Mm -hmm. Hamza has junk in the trunk, Rob. Junk in the trunk. Big booty. Big booty Hamza. Big booty Hamza. Like, no, you have a, you have a big booty. Yeah, I love that. You know the compliment off of no, you have a big booty. No, you have a big booty. Mm-hmm. Back and forth. Yeah, good times. Okay. Um, he's so sorry about for the they fight, but he's happy now. And he says, uh, "You are my happiness. You, uh, do you want to marry me?" Very sweet. Very mm-hmm. sweet. He got on one knee, and I loved how he went about it. He proposes. She says yes, and he feels like, you know, he wants to prove how serious he is about the relationship. Happy ending, question mark? So far, so, this looks good, right? Yeah. yeah. Were they in the next time on? Rob, it doesn't. No, they are on the next time on. Okay. Yeah, because the translator is back. The translator is back. Because oh, and- the translator is going to talk to Hamza's mom. And this looks to get heated, Rob. So moment in paradise, we're going to be back in the thick of it. Uh, Memphis is going to get mad at Hamza's mom with the translator right there. So we'll see how that goes. Um, that might be one of the good bits of the next episode I foresee. I think that's going to be interesting to see play out. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Should we talk about uh, Mike and Jimena? Speaking of, let's get to our translator stories all in a row. Yeah, let's get them going. Another translator app mishap person, Mike and Jimena back on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. They're still in the bedroom from last time. Um, Jimena will say only about 73 times in the episode. I, yes, I love you, uh, but I am not in love with you. And it hurts more and more with each saying it. We picked up exactly where we left off last time. More of this love stuff going on and the lack thereof. 
And, you know, Jimena's argument for this, Rob, is being in love with someone takes a long time and they need to be living together. Mm -hmm. We don't live together. So I have, I'm not falling in love with you. So I feel like that the translator app here was, was struggling with the phrase, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I, I feel like that that was very clear. I feel like that the translator app never quite got it right until Nelsie herself has to step in. Yes. And this was, you know, we, we complimented the other translations earlier with the app, but in this one, it seems like the translator app just translated love and in love to just love. So it was like, I love you, but I'm not, I don't love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that, that, mm-hmm. you know, that crosses that out, bounces mm-hmm. each other out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Nelsie was needed. Okay. All right. So <laughs> they, uh, you know, um, he wants to talk about these issues and she says, you know, I'm sleepy and I don't want to talk about these issues uh, right now. And says, uh, you have to leave, leave the room. We're not going to be intimate on this trip. Okay. That's it. No intimacy okay. for you. But then I thought that this was, uh, you know, really not great for Mike where, you know, Jimenez says, I'm tired, get out of here. And then is like, uh, you know, uh, calls the kids like, hey, kids, get in here. Let's take selfies. Like, I'm going to say you're tired. <laughs> That's how you successfully push him out of the room. Because, again, we've learned that Jimena feels like Mike is very clingy. But then this is where we see a new side of Mike start to form. Mike talks about how he feels like he's trying to work on things constantly. And she's not perfect either, but she's not working on yeah. stuff. It's so sad um, and, and not like sad, like uh, like a sad, like pathetic um, where Mike is like reduced to having to go to like sleep in the kid's bed. I mean, it is kind of sad, like pathetic, Rob. Let's be honest. It's yeah. a little pathetic from. Oh, from, it's a lot. It's, it's super pathetic. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. sad, pathetic. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, taking a trip coming home and then being demoted to the kid's bed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's sad all around, but Hey, that's the reality. Mike has to live in right Not now. even like a guest room. Like he's like sleeping, like on a car bed that he probably paid for. Right. And I mean, big question here is obviously, would you rather sleep in a car bed or sleep on a couch? Mm, like car bed. I'll take the car bed, right? Car bed. It's still a mattress, right? I feel it's like just, a mattress will be so, more comfortable. It's so humiliating that you are be in a child's bed. Well, like at least like adults in a crib. sleep on a couch. You are basically in a crib. Oh, if it's a car bed, you're basically okay. Right, right. You are a you are a uh, a child that she <laughs> she does not see Mike as a man once he sleeps in the car bed. I mean, she didn't see Mike as a man. I know, I know, I know. It's bad. It's bad. But at least least adults sleep on a couch sometimes. I mean, sometimes you you, you can couch surf. If you have an Mm -hmm. Airbnb, you can sleep on the couch if there's too many of you. So definitely. Sleeping on a couch is not as humiliating as sleeping in the car bed. And the car bed, yeah. I want to bring up, like, what, what character is on the sheets of the car bed also? Oh, here, do you think that'll? At, yeah, that yeah. that also is adds to the humiliation here. Okay, yeah. So I guess that is that could be the question we put out for the audience. What is more humiliating, sleeping on a couch or sleeping on a car bed? Let us know on Twitter mm-hmm. at Rob Cesarino at Puyism. Would be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, if what if the car yeah, bed has Thomas like, the train, okay? Oof, okay, <laughs> that's bad. That's a little tragic right there. All right. It was that cars and frozen. Any of mm-hmm. those three pop up, I would have been like, okay, you lost. Um what if it was like sophisticated betting? Like, you know, like a stand like a black and red or just like, you know, like a floral pattern would that have been less humiliating is it still a uh bed that has lightning mcqueen as the headboard yes but what if the the sheets or not sheets the comforter covered it would that be less humiliating if, it, if you can't tell it's a car bed because of the big comforter yeah yeah i, I mean let's be very specific uh, i don't know if this is a car bed this is a cars bed <laughs> Damn, that might cost a little bit more. A Disney property themed bed might cost a little bit more than just a standard car bed then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, this is a you know tough look for Mike. Um, he's going to call up his friend, uh, John. Yes. And when you say tough love, you think of John because John really was not playing around with Mike here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we saw John back in, was it the first or second episode of the season where he basically, he warned Mike. Mm-hmm. He said there could be other Mike's around the world that you don't know about. Because mm-hmm. yeah, uh, John and Nelson. What a nightmare were the for Jimena. That- There's multiple Mike's. I mean, depending on what Jimena is looking for, maybe not. Um, this mic in particular hasn't worked out. Maybe another mic would be better suited. I think she's done with mics. I think she's ready to try anything else than another mic. Yeah, from mics to John's, yeah. the Jimena story. Okay. So Mike is like, yeah, I don't understand what's going on here because uh, she says she needs space. And now I'm sleeping in the kids' bed. And they're like, space, space, you're a long distance relationship. You idiot. Yeah. yeah, John said, my man, I'd be out of there. Yeah. <laughs> he did not hold back. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, she said she doesn't love me anymore. So I'm wondering if that's a bad sign. It's like, yeah, get out of there. What are you doing? You don't need to be there anymore. Just leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, John's like, yeah, the relationship seems a little one-sided. And like. You know, John is speaking facts only, mm-hmm. and Mike replies, you know, I'm more and more I'm seeing your point. Yeah, I'm seeing a little bit of what you're saying now. I'm getting it, but I don't know. I feel like I'm not, it's not out, it's not done yet. Mm-hmm. He tells John that he, he's asked John, would your fiance, would Nelsie be down to translate for us? I feel like there's some things that I need to tell her and I need to hear from her that I that are not being clear with our communication. Yeah. Can she help? Okay. John says... I think she would help, but um, I think maybe you're looking for the light at the end of the tunnel, and that light is on the plane back to New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get out of there. Okay, so uh, let's go to the coffee shop. I don't know why they couldn't talk to Nelsie at the house, but we're going to go to a coffee a shop. A crowded coffee shop. A crowded coffee shop, ideally the number one place where you want to have a Zoom call. And <laughs> where we're going to talk to Nelsie. Uh, Jimena doesn't want to look at Nelsie. Yeah, Jimena says, you know, a relationship's between two people, so I don't know why he's trying to get involved with a third person, but let's just do it. But then also, yeah, she didn't want to look at Nelsie, so Mike gets on the call awkwardly just with the camera facing him, and then they talk about one thing, and immediately Jimena's involved, and then the camera gets, the the laptop gets turned over to Jimena. Mm -hmm. It's a very weird conversation, Rob. Okay, so... She's very quick to throw out there. Yeah, I love him, but I'm not in love with him. 
and goes on to say that one of the big problems is that he stares at her um, while she's sleeping uh, like like she's a bug. No, like he's a creepy uh, uh, bug. He's a creep. I'm oh, sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. That was, I need Nelsie. Yeah, you needed Nelsie there. Yeah, like he's a creepy bug. Okay. Um, Mike tries to correct the record, Puya. He says, no, 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 no. I'm just admiring you. I'm, 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 not, I'm not staring at you like in a creepy way. Yeah, this is the most fedora thing I've heard so far on the mm-hmm. season where it's like, no, no, I'm not creepy. You're so beautiful. You're so breathtaking that I just can't take my eyes off you. But I think we've all, you know, we can all agree. If I wake up and like Liana is sitting on a chair on the other side of the room, just staring at me and I'm at a vulnerable state where I'm asleep mm-hmm. and like I could, I feel gross. Yeah, I'd hate that too. I'd be like, Liana, stop it. Whereas mm-hmm. if we're in bed and I turn over and Liana's awake and looking at me, that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's, he has moved to a chair to admire her? He seems like the chair type <laughs> of guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Is he recording also while she's sleeping or that's, uh, the, that, that would be then, uh, I, that would go to another level. I feel like that would definitely be a situation where... Mm-hmm. If he was recording, he would know he's being creepy. Yeah, okay. So I think that that's would have no, That's not admiring him. at that point. Okay. No. All right. So Nelsie asks Mena, so what, what do you like about Mike? Well, what do I like about Mike? What I like about Mike is that here are the things I don't like about Mike. <laughs> <laughs> She just flips it. She talks yes. about how Brilliant. he likes to burp. He's slobbish. He's piggish. Mm-hmm. This a roast at this point. Yeah. Nelsie is like, Mike, look at her. Does she look happy to be near you? You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you dummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Honestly, Nelsie doesn't hold back. Even what's interesting to me is like, unlike other translators and other translations, Nelsie, from the first question she asks Jimena, inserts her own opinion and says, you know, the thing that bothers me is that when you, you were fine, but then once you met him, things kind of changed. So it feel, makes me feel like once you met him, you weren't really into him. Mm-hmm. And then all the creeping stuff came up. And then she also asks another question to Jimena and says, so tell me, if you might not want to be with him, how do you feel like, you know, what's up with this whole money thing? How do you feel about that? And this is where Nelsie gets a big bombshell thrown on mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Oh, wait, you stopped working and and Mike pays for everything? Yeah, we met. I stopped working. And yeah. now. So what? Yeah. Yeah. What about it? Yeah. Okay. Mike finances us. Yeah. So what? Big deal. Okay. And yeah, she's like, well, like, thank you for the stuff, but I still don't, <laughs> not in love with you. <laughs> it's good stuff, though. Thank you mm-hmm. for the car. Thank mm-hmm. you for the car bed. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, th- like, thank you for the stuff, but this isn't working. And then once the roasting happened, uh, Nelsie looks over to Mike on camera and mm-hmm. says, listen, she's literally disgusted by you doesn't love you. She's not here for the right reasons. And Mike, maybe for the first time in the history of the his experience on 90 Day, hits us with some hard facts and says, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'll see you on the next flight out. 
Is Mike change drop? Is Mike I don't ready know. to give up on this relationship? Now he did say, I, I still want to be friends with you. <laughs> like, which, you know, if somebody tells me, I detest you, you're a slob, you're a pig, like, uh, I'll probably be like, you know, uh, I'm good. Unless that's your kink, I don't see how you don't just it's leave not, that behind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not about that either. I don't I don't enjoy mm-hmm. I don't get jolly for that. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. So um, but it looks like going into next week, boy, I think I'm gonna imagine this ending with her dumping Mike. She I don't think she likes the idea of being the one to get rejected by old Mikey boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she seems like that is like you wait, you are breaking up with me? Like, no, no, she she says in the uh, next time on, can we stay and can we figure out a solution? Can you stay? I think she wants him to stay, patch things up and then do the dumping. I, I don't think she can handle a world where she's the one getting rejected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So an interesting turn. It is interesting. It is very interesting. And now we'll see where they're at next week. Uh, again, they're going from they went from really good to bad to worse. It's just getting worse yeah. with every episode for those two. All right, uh, let's stop down one more time. Take a quick break. Come back. Let's talk about Gino and Jasmine and Jasmine's mom. And then we'll update our power rankings for the week in 90 Day Fiance right after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gino is going to go uh, visit Jasmine's mom. A big me two weeks in the making to get ready to for Jasmine's mom. Yeah, they've really prepped us for this, Rob. It's anticipation is key, and we are feeling a lot of anticipation going into this meeting. And there's a lot of uh, hubbub around Gino's hat and what will happen uh, because of the prayer. Right. So that was the big thing they left us with last time, which was, hey, my mom is going to want to say a prayer at the dinner table and she will probably require you to take off your hat. And Gino said, you know, I'm not going to be comfortable doing that. This gets brought up again at the start of their episode where Gino says he's feeling nervous and that his hat is like his surrogate hair, Rob. Right. I mean, I never even thought about that, but yeah, Uh, is a hat. Like surrogate hair. Uh, depends on the person, I guess. You know, some people wear toupees. Some people might get a hair transplant. Some people might just wear a hat and they all do equally the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My hat is like a surrogate hair for me. 
I mean, the problem here, Gino, is that we've already seen your head. So, mm-hmm. like, it's like it's done. Like the you you can let your hat down, let your guard down. But I think what this tells me, Rob, is that Jasmine has not seen Gino without this hat, except for that one time where she snatched it off his head. Yes, still. Well, she did when uh, they had gone to the uh, bedroom uh, when he first arrived. I think that uh, she she mentioned about what uh, he looked like without a hat, uh, although um, I think it was pretty dark. I think the lights were off when the hat came yes. off for that. Yes. Yeah, I think okay. so. I think so. All right. So um, mom meets Gino. I have never seen a mother look so displeased yeah. with just her eyes upon meeting her daughter's partner. But here we are. You know, we had so much hype about the mom. I feel like that the mom really under delivered in terms of any sort of drama. Like uh, she obviously is like, boy, I wish uh, my daughter wasn't dating Gino. But overall, she was sort of like, look, if this is what Jasmine wants, then uh, she didn't give an ultimatum. She didn't say, get out of my house. Take that hat off. No. Age difference came up, which we any anyone would have brought mm-hmm. that up first. But then, you know, she asked a couple of questions to Jasmine about, is this really the life you want? Jasmine says yes. And the mom kind of said, it's your choice. I'm good with it. Even mm-hmm. came down, when it came down to the blessing, she didn't fight back on the blessing. Just said, make my daughter happy. And Gino said, I intend to. Yeah. And that was it. The one question I did like that got brought up was, uh, so Gino, why don't you have kids of your own? Mm-hmm. And I, I just never, never came up. It never happened. Just yeah, never I, happened for me. It is wild when Gino she, talks she, about the only babies I have are SBs. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um. That's I will the kind say, of daddy that I am. Oh God! <laughs> Again, bedroom talk with Gino. Top five worst places to end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wouldn't love that. Mm-hmm. So. What do you think about the sister? The sister seemed like she had a good hate into Gino. She had a decent dislike to Gino, but also I think I think this whole meeting was under delivered because mm-hmm. you know you mentioned it at the top of this. We had two weeks of prep for this. It was supposed to be a big big deal, and then it was kind of a nothing, and it really you know fell flat for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not too much uh, going on. Maybe next week uh, we'll we'll see some more. Uh, I mean, mom brought out the photos. Um, we see some pictures of uh, young Jasmine and, um, you know, we see that, um, you know, wh- why didn't, uh, Jasmine have more boyfriends? Because why didn't Jasmine have more boyfriends? Mom's strict. And then honestly, promptly mom changed the subject anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we didn't get deep there. And then we had like the goofiest segment of the, you know, dancing. Episode. Gino dancing with two left feet. Merengue, yeah. Uh, he has, like, dances like he has a stick in his ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jasmine's words, not ours, mm-hmm. but we probably would have used the same words. Yeah. And so Gino calls up his brother, Tony. Was this the first time we met Tony? I don't know. Maybe in the first episode. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he talks to Tony about uh, they've had some problems. Uh, he texted a picture that he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, brother Tony has some concerns, but that's it. That's it. That's your episode for for uh, Gino and Jasmine. Now we must bring your attention over to the next time. Next on, time, folks. yeah, yeah. Next time looks like that. Uh, Gino's ex 
is going to uh, take some uh, steps here uh, that I guess she's threatening to now post Jasmine's uh, photos. And um, this is, uh, in a way, I feel like that it's almost like that uh, Gino and Jasmine are potentially on the same side against Gino's ex, uh, which if he handled this the right way, could potentially... Uh, like, uh, he could potentially like, uh, stop this, but I think that he seems to be downplaying the situation. Yes. Uh, I believe Gino's energy is, I don't think you need to worry about that. Like, yeah, hmm, Yeah. it's not a problem. Right. Which is almost like that he is like not making Jasmine feel like, uh, he is on her side. It's again, Rob, we talked about ups and downs. This relationship looked like they were behind the worst of it. Now the ex-wife has decided to escalate it. Let's do a prediction right here, right now. Will they overcome this threat? I think they will because they overcame the initial part of it. This seems like more of an aftershock. I I don't imagine that Gino's ex is going to go through with this. Mm -hmm. Seems like she's looking for more attention. I think so too. I think she's trying to rile him up. Um, and I think, I think she, Gino's ex thought that by sharing this with Jasmine, they would be done and probably now knows that they're still together yeah. and not done. And also, uh, what a loser she sounds like. Uh, is she fighting with Jasmine over Gino? Why is there even one person looking mm-hmm. for Gino? Now there's right. two. Right. Like it was one thing when she was like, Hey, I just want you to know, Gino's an idiot and he's sending me your pictures. Okay. That was like, okay, that sounds like, okay, maybe, maybe that this person is actually like looking out for Jasmine, but when she's now threatening Jasmine, that's it. That's the line. I mean, you should have Gino. Just take him. Just take Gino. Yeah. Why why is this a thing we're doing? Mm -hmm. All right. Puya, should we update our 90 day fiance power rankings for this week? Yes, please. Okay. All right. Um, I need Sam to bump up the link uh, once again for our 90 day fiance power rankings in the chat. And let's take a look back. I don't think we're going to have too much movement this week going back from last week. Uh, The power rankings from six to one were Mike and Jimenez six, Ben and Mahogany five, Johnny and Ella four, uh, Memphis and Hamza three, Kim and Usman, well, Kim and Usman. I think that that's going to be the big mover on uh, the countdown. Uh, and then Gino and Jasmine are one. Now, we do have to say, are we factoring in upcoming uh, next time on 90 Day Fiance into our equation? Yes, it was on this episode. Even as a snippet, we have to consider it. And what Rob is alluding to is finally, after what, two weeks of a hiatus, Johnny and Ella are going to come back. And probably the biggest bombshell of the night. Yeah. Ella. Yeah. Said that, listen, I've met up with one of my friends. We were cuddling and then we had sex. All right. So. Yeah. And Johnny's like, what? 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 what, what?" So. All right. Puya. First off, the question number one is, do we believe this story? Is, Is this, is this Ella with a dirty trick of, hey, I got like Johnny. Hey, we got to move. Yeah, this could be a ploy to try and get him to to escalate the the trip to Dubai. That definitely possible. Or Ella self-destructed the relationship because she wasn't getting an answer. 
It could be either or, but both are not good for the longevity I mean, of this relationship. Based on Ella's track record of like when mm-hmm. she talks about her dating history, I mean, do, do we just think that like Ella has like guys on standby that are going to like uh, come on over? I mean, she's not really mentioned anything like that before for us to believe it. But then my question to you is, how does she think this will work in her favor if she is lying to manipulate Mm -hmm. Johnny? If I am being heartbroken by someone I'm, you know, in a relationship with or that I'm feeling or whatever with this, is my immediate reaction going to be, no, I must go. I must go see her and save the relationship. Or I I think maybe, I mean, look, we know that Ella is not necessarily always making logical decisions. Okay. Mm -hmm. She punched in her credit card information last week. She paid what? uh, Like $1,500 for a plane ticket. And then immediately after does a booty call with somebody. Listen, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I mean, it sounds like if we're believing, if if everything Ella is saying is factual, sounds like she went to someone for comfort. They were just hanging out and then things got steamy from there. Wasn't necessarily like we're meeting up with the booty call top of mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then maybe just got there. We don't have much to go off know. of. But- I think we would have been introduced to this character. Uh, if this were- So I think that if, if, like 90 day fiance, they love, they love the bait and switch. Okay. They do. If this really was a true story, would they give us it? This, this morsel, uh, which is more like a, you know, meaty dinner here in mm-hmm. terms of a bombshell. Would they give that to us in the previously on, or would they tease it? If it was real, uh, I have something to tell you about a guy that I met, or if this was like a psych, just kidding. Would they give us that in the, uh, hey, I slept with a guy? I feel like it could go either way, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I do feel like it could go either way. Because what's interesting to me is that I feel like a lot of the next time ons this week really are like the flashy headline, bigger moments that they want us to focus on. So, and like we haven't seen Johnny and Ellen in two weeks, so maybe this is their way of reigniting our interest. But the accuracy, I can't speak on. What I do think, though, is no matter how we look at it, it will impact Johnny and Ella's ratings. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we'll see. I, I don't know how much you want. Like, I'm sort of like uh, feeling like maybe this is fake news. Okay. 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 Let's let's factor that into our equation. All right. So Mike and Jimena, um, could anybody be worse than Mike and Jimena right now? Mike and Jimena, he's literally sleeping in a kiddie bed. He is the one that's trying to push for the breakup now, which we I don't think we expected. I think they stay lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. I, I think they 100% stay. Because Mike would have been the driving force to keep that afloat and keep that going up. If he's out, it's out. It's over. Okay. All right. Then, who's five? That's the difficult question. Who is five indeed? Because I think... Should we? Okay, how about this? I feel stronger about who the top two should be. Should we fill out those spots? Okay, go and for then, it. All right, if, okay. if we could logic this out. Okay, so who's number one? Uh, Gino and Jasmine just got the mom's blessing. Mm-hmm. Even Everything though Memphis and Hamza had a, a full engagement, 
Yes, because if we're looking at the next time on for Gino and Jasmine, we have to look at the next time on for Memphis and Hamza, which involves okay. Hamza's right, mom. Fine. I'll, uh, even, even though next time for it looks bad for Gino and Jasmine, though. It doesn't look as fiery or as bad as it's been before, mm-hmm. which is why I think that could be our bait and I mean, switch I of that. I did hear Jasmine call Gino a depressing man again. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. Hmm. We'll allow think, it. Uh, we'll just yeah. go off of like uh, we should be leaning more on the events of this week. One, Gino and Jasmine. Two, uh, Memphis, Memphis and, Hamza. and Hamza. Okay, so we still have Johnny and Ella, Ben and Mahogany, and then um, Kim and Usman. I, I think that uh, Ben and Mahogany should be five. Uh, stay five, Mahogany and Ben. The needle didn't yes. really move all that okay. much. They both doubt each other. Sure, let's go all with right. that. And then for Kim and Usman or Johnny and Ella, how do you see it between three and four spots? It's interesting because before we started looking at the spreadsheet, I really wanted to be like Johnny and Ella fall way below, but also we got one scene. So that doesn't give me a lot. We don't know the full truth of that scene with um, Kim and Usman. We saw them pretty much call it quits. Kim, again, this goes the same thing with Mike and Jimena. Kim would have been the reason the relationship stays afloat. And if she wants out, then that makes me believe that that's probably not going to last. So mm-hmm. I think they had the bigger downfall. So let's okay. give them fourth. Let's give Johnny and Ella third, <laughs> which is ridiculous because they've gone up. They a spot. moved up a spot. <laughs> uh, there's a chance that she could be kidding. Yeah, April fools. Just kidding. Psych, just kidding. You got pranked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Because wow. she did, was threatening him, like, oh, maybe I might meet somebody. Maybe I might. You never know. I, I mean, she did cry afterwards that he Johnny seemed very sad. So I think she's going to fight for him still. I think Johnny's still, like, even if he's heartbroken, still, like, loves her. So it makes sense that they can stay in third. Let's watch the full impact of next week and see if they move down after that. Okay. All right. That's going to be next time on a 90-day fiancé before the 90 days. But yeah, anything else? About 90. I think we covered everything. I'm excited to see next episode. I think we've had a couple, again, middle episodes. I feel optimistic about this next one, Rob. I do too. All right. What's coming up for you, Puya? Let's see. So recently, you know, we did the Survivor 42 draft Mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun. I'm, you know, fingers crossed that goes well for me. We'll see. So that's available over on the, on the Survivor feed uh, Big Brother Canada has now started is in full swing. I'm doing the live feed updates on Fridays with Taryn. And then Mass Singer is coming back this week. Liana and I will be recording a podcast for the premiere episode. And we're going to do our draft there. So that'll be a lot of fun as well. And the Bel Air podcast over on Post Your Recaps with Chappelle will be going strong. We're recording two podcasts this week, hopefully. We'll be fully caught up. It'll be a smooth ride. It's been a great show. So that's been fun as well. You can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. And I still stream three, four times a week over on Twitch twitch.tv slash Puya. Okay. All right. And of course, we're getting ready to start to kick off another season of Survivor. Uh, be sure to check out all of the coverage there over on Robin Akibini, the podcast. Uh, we talked about uh, all of the best jingles of all time. Jingle, Jingle all the way. Yeah. Uh, and also on the Nothing But Netflix podcast, we checked out a Medea Homecoming. Puya, have you watched it yet? I have not, but based on the rave reviews I've heard for this podcast, I will be checking it yes, out. Yes, okay. I think you could just listen to the podcast. 
I mean, that I was going to do no matter what. Yeah. So. Okay. All right, check that out. Of course, uh, we'll be back next time to talk about everything uh, that's going on in the world of 90 Day Fiance uh, with you on the next week's episode. Until then, take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.